0: Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: Hey, it's Connie, and welcome to Candles to My Cake, a birthday podcast. Join me for conversation with the people that light up my life. angie briggs welcome to candles to my cake my birthday podcast yay yay i am so glad you're here this has been such a fun project and i think you're number 11 so far (laughs) so it's been fun to listen to my family and friends just come together and just chat it up with me for my birthday so thank you for being here that's awesome yay so for the audience who have no idea who angie is Angie is a friend of mine, and we've been friends for probably about three years now. Yeah, And I just want you to know that she is so sharp and so determined and just good at everything she does. And I mean that. She just has this way of making everybody feel loved and so important and getting the job done. One thing about Angie is that she is not only a business-minded person, she has a loving soul. And so I think with that, she's able to use those gifts in so many different platforms that... Just make her an asset to everybody around her. And so I'm so glad you're here. Angie, how are you today?
2: I'm doing really well. I have enjoyed the last few days of warm weather. Um, so that does a lot for me. It puts a mm-hmm. smile on my face. So
1: Yes, me too. Me too. So it is the birthday podcast. So my first question to everybody has been, what is one word that you would use to describe me? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Phenomenal.
2: Oh, so nice see I have some nice friends
1: some of my friends are nice y'all yes
2: definitely phenomenal
1: oh well thank you dear I would say the same thing about you oh thanks for sure so how did did we meet Angie was it at church or was how did we meet I don't even remember
2: I believe it was at church um I think the very first time I met you I saw you at church and you know I usually speak to everyone but i think the first time i met you in person was when you were helping out in the office. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. And you were doing what you were doing. You seemed so serious. <laughs> you had your Mary Kay pin on. I remember that. Um and we didn't say much to each other. I you know, i asked, you know, what your name was and all of that. Um you were busy.
1: But <laughs> I actually
2: remember thinking, she probably thinks I'm a nutcase. Because I think I was telling jokes or something, which could happen. Oh, jeez. So.
1: Oh I remember that actually, now that you say that. But I didn't know if we had met there or at Katrina's uh, Mary Kay party.
2: The the You being in the
1: office happened before that. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Great, great. So we met at that Mary Kay party. And that was just a special moment to me because it was one of those moments when I love Mary Kay for that reason is that you get to meet people around the table and sometimes you just hear these stories and when you like put your face on you
2: were all made up you're
1: like I haven't done this for myself in so long yes yes yeah
2: yeah. that was a that actually was a transitional moment in my life actually because it really was and i don't even know if i can say it without crying <laughs> so Aww. it really really was because i don't know do you know uh dream girls the song that beyonce does listen mhm and she gets to this point in the song where she talks about not knowing the person that she is now like she uh who, like she's different or Uh, It's not who she used to be. And that's where I was at that time. I never, I wasn't taking care of myself um, physically or mentally. I, but I had a smile. Yeah. You know, I had a smile. Like I was happy. I probably was miserable. I'm sure I was sad. I'm going to actually say I probably was depressed. Right. (laughs) And you asked the question, if you could, if you could have 500 extra dollars a month, what would you do with it? And that moment was pivotal for me because I realized I didn't have an answer. And mm-hmm. the reason I didn't have an answer is wasn't because I never thought of what I could do with anything extra because I could need something extra. But you specifically said it was not, not bills and not any of that. What would you do really for you? You know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have an answer. I realized that I no longer remembered what I'd like to do. Even if there was a car I liked outside of the one I was driving. Like, I had just blocked everything out. Everything about how I used to be and certainly had no plans for what I wanted to be. And you asking that one simple question made me think again, you know. And it made me... Well, actually, I was saying to myself, girl, you better not cry here because it's people from (laughs) the church. And if you sit up in here and cry and embarrass yourself, get (laughs) yourself together and answer this question like you were in some business meeting with a straight face. And that's actually what I did. But when I left, I said, there'll never be another day that I can't answer that question. And there'll never be another day that I live under the auspices of someone else or what I think I should be versus what I really want to be. So,
1: wow. Yeah. Wow. That's beyond. I didn't know all that. Yeah, girl. Yes. But you did tell me that you know that that moment in asking that question was just a highlight moment for you. Yes. But you're like, oh. Yes. It was a
2: transitional moment of my life. So.
1: What if I was never in Mary Kay? I know. What if I never would have said? It I would have still
2: been going around wearing them clothes. I let me tell you, Connie. <laughs> let me tell you how pivotal pivotal this was. Prior to this moment, I had removed all the mirrors out of my home.
0: Mm. I wouldn't even look at
2: myself in the mirror, even though I have like mirrors in my Angie. living room. I would not even look toward them. There, my dresser that you know has a mirror that goes with the I, it it had been removed and thrown away. Um, like I hated myself and I hated what I saw, which for me, like that's not me. Sure. That wasn't me. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and since from that moment to this moment, I have spent reconnecting with myself. I love that. The reconnecting with the self that I knew prior to the moment I didn't know her anymore. Okay. For lots of different reasons. Yes. And determining now that I remember me. Okay, mm-hmm. and it had been years and years and years, you know. Mm-hmm. Now that I remember me and remember the things that I liked or the things that I loved or the things that I even wanted to be or do in life, now going forward, who will Angie be? And so, for, it's an ongoing process. But that was the beginning of it.
1: Wow! See, I could just clap and go home. I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, that's pivotal because I always say it's like if you feel like God is calling you to do something, do it in that moment because you don't know how that gift affects somebody else behind you. You know, and if I hadn't done that to say this, then would you have, you know? Right. And so that just, it speaks volumes Mm -hmm. to us doing what we're supposed to do at the time we're supposed to do it. Because, dang. Yep. I would have never known. And I'm sure everybody around the table didn't know that you were going through what Uh -uh, you were going through.
2: Nobody. I can't even say I really knew because... I had suppressed so much. I can't say that I knew. Yeah. It wasn't until you asked the question that I could not come up with the answer that I realized, girl, you haven't thought about you in over two decades.
1: Well, to be fair, Angie, you have a reason not to think about you. You have, (laughs) what, seven children? I do have seven children. Seven children. Six boys and one girl. (laughs) Yes. So... Tell us about being a mom to seven children. I can't even like wrap my mind around that.
2: Well, it did not happen overnight, so that's probably a blessing. Um, the funny thing is, I'm an only child. So, and I'm an only child that up until the point right before I got married, maybe a year or two before I got married. I didn't want to be married, and I did not want to have kids. So, like, the fact that I do have seven kids is amazing, and I believe that it is God, because uh, that was the furthest thing <laughs> from my mind. Um, but I will say, I believe sometimes we're fed a lie that our womanhood Is wrapped around being married and wrapped around having children. Mm -hmm. Um, And where I think that those are absolutely wonderful things, our purpose and our identity should not, in fact, be wrapped up in it. And women get in the place that I was in when our identity and our purpose is, in fact, wrapped tied into our spouse or tied into our children. So I love my children, I love my husband, um uh, but I've had to learn that my identity can't be wrapped. There is so much more to me. I'm a complex individual. For sure. Um and so but I felt bad. I'm sure I would have felt bad um before I had this epiphany, right? Mm-hmm. That it was okay. I would have felt bad that, oh, I'm spending time for me. Matter of fact, I'm sure when I had heard women before me say, make sure you take time for yourself and self-care is important. I am sure someplace in my mind, I was just like yeah, you don't know what it is to have five kids under five or you you don't, you know, you're just disgruntled or something like that. But no, you are a better you, no matter what that version of you is. You are better when you take care of yourself.
1: I agree with that. So what advice would you give to maybe a young mom
2: or a young wife that is starting out to be able to do that and to take care of themselves? Well, first of all, I would say it is not wrong to want space and time for yourself it is something wrong if you don't think you need it. Mm. Um, And so even if you don't think you need it, take it anyway. And depending on the age of your children and the finances that you have will determine how much self-care you can do. But do not decide not to do it because of those things. What's your favorite form of (laughs) self-care? Well, I like to work out. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's I, I like that a lot. I have relearned my love of shopping. Oh Lord. <laughs> because I have stopped shopping <laughs> because I don't like to window shop. Yeah. And I don't like to be broke, but obviously raising seven kids and at one point I was not working, there was no extra money, so I would buy clothes from places that I normally would have never bought clothes, which Tied into you know how I felt about myself, um, but now I I realize I like to shop. It's lot. like
1: how Stella got her groove back. Yeah, girl. <laughs>
2: yes, minus the little shower sink. but <laughs> but yes, it is exactly that. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that is what I would tell young moms, young wives: always scratch out time for yourself. Um, sometimes all that's going to look like is 30 minutes at Starbucks or whichever coffee house you like, um, mm-hmm. uh, because you might only have five to $10 and so this is how you choose to use it. Right. Um, but if you're a movie buff, well then you'll go sit at the show. Are they open? Well, anyway, oh, because, COVID, right? you know, um, or, or whatever it is, but find that time for yourself. And the key is even, um, As you're raising children, do not neglect or uh, forget what those things are. You won't forget what you like if you try to do them. Mm, Super important.
1: I think one thing that you've taught me is uh, like the feeling of being self-aware. Yes, at all times. Like when you told me how you felt that you were so uh, you had lost that piece of yourself where you weren't as aware as you used to be, and. As things start to go further and further from who Angie was. Mm-hmm. Now I think about things like that. Like, oh, is this Connie doing this? Or is this Connie doing this because she's supposed to? Right. Instead of what is good and authentic to me. And so I thank you for that lesson. Because when you said that to me, I think I'd start to shift the way I think too. Mm-hmm. About how I interact with the world. And yes. is this about what I would actually like and desire? And what I feel is right? Or am I doing this because
2: it's, or it gives me the approval of society. Yes or in my case approval of the church because being a Christian woman sometimes we presuppose based off of uh, what other Christians may say or what the church may what, what you think the church might be saying as far as the behavior or the lifestyle of the believer. Um, but then as you search the script, because Angie's a Cardi B fan I am a Cardi <laughs> B fan and let me just say something not only am I a Cardi B fan I have become a believer in Meg T. so <laughs> but that was part of my um, so I'm a part of the I was probably nine when Rappers of the Light came out um, so I am hip hop culture you know I grew up in it from mm-hmm. the onset of it, and then when I became a Christian, like I kind of was told that that wasn't okay, right? Okay, so and I don't like Christian hip hop very much, so mm-hmm. I'm saying regular hip hop. You know, I was told that you know, those are these are just some things we don't do or we don't listen to, and so part of myself, part of the stuff that I enjoyed, I stopped doing, mm-hmm. you know, and then I learned that I could actually really enjoy that. And so me saying that I like Cardi B is a big thing because, see, it might have been a time that, well, one, I wouldn't have listened to it, and then maybe I would have listened to it and hid. And I, I don't hide. This is right or wrong. This is Angie. If it's wrong, I'm thankful that uh, uh, the, the Lord will direct me. <laughs> and if it's, if it's okay, then I have found a, a new freedom in Christ. Mm. Yep.
1: so Angie I have some questions for you okay two more the first one is what do you feel like the most important lesson you've learned in life so far is huh.
2: I would say one of the most important lessons that I've learned is never make a rash decision mm. um, mm-hmm. and it can seem right it can seem like you are following God. It can seem like all of that. Um, but if it was a God said, he will say it again. And he will That's right. show you it more fully. And then he will lead you through it. So uh, whether or not it's something that you want to do or whether or not it's something you feel led to do. It is okay to move slowly through the process. It doesn't have to, um, you don't have to just boom, boom, bam and jump into it. So taking your time and making sure you're making the right steps or at least well thought out steps so that you don't have regrets.
1: I think that's great advice because I think we are so in a responsive um, culture that we have to do things right now. We have to think about it and do it right now. And I think sometimes we lose wisdom in that mm-hmm. because we're not able to sit down and actually think through it. Right. We're just trying to solve instead of reflect. Right. <laughs> so that's great advice. If there was a question you had to ask me that you don't know the answer to, <laughs> what would
2: it be? Okay, let me see. Um, you know, there have been some questions I want to ask you. Now I need to, let me just, let me think. I'm scared, y'all. Yeah, you should be. I'm real scared. But of I'm I'm gonna be very careful. I'm, so I'm, don't worry. I'm real
1: scared of Andy. You don't even understand. I'm, I'm
2: gonna used. be very, very careful I don't know. on what question. I changed my mind. <laughs> I, I should, but so I'm gonna ask you this question. Okay. Okay. Because um I've gotten a chance to see um, some of your friends on through podcasts or uh, Instagram and things like that and sometimes I sit back and I say now either Connie is just like them hiding (laughs) or
1: (laughs) Garcia and Sanaa that is for y'all that is for you you guys guys.
2: (laughs) or (laughs) or opposites attract Tell me, Connie, who are you really, girl? Oh, my
0: gosh.
2: Well,
1: I need to have them on this. See, we need to dial them in on three-way right now. I know, right now. That is not Connie. <laughs> that That is not Connie. But um, I think it's not even opposites attract. I just feel like we are all so, my friends in general, are so comfortable within who we are that who you are, doesn't affect our friendship right mm-hmm. and so we can laugh and we can cut up about the things that we all do and have a good time but Connie is Connie that is not Connie but Connie will turn up with the best of them you know and we'll have our fun too but um if I could answer that what you see is what you get I switch
2: what you see is what you get but I have—I have a bet that I'm like she just buck wild and hide.
1: No, 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 no. I'm really a homebody. I'm really—I I am. I, this is where I am. You see me all the time. I'm right here, sitting on the couch. But um. I'm glad I didn't bet a lot. I know, I know. But I will turn up and have a good time. Don't let me get to Memphis. <laughs> we do have cell phones for a reason. <laughs> where would you go? Everywhere everywhere soon i can't wait to get back i'm going down bill street i'm going to all the clubs and all the bars and having all the
2: fun i went to bill street oh did you have fun i had a ball we oh. went to bb king's yes the band was there that night so
1: my I'm friend dina who actually did this um podcast every friday night in college we after we went to a basketball game we go to bb king's it was just our thing so it always holds a special place yes i had a ball i love it so much um yeah what else oh I have one last question. Okay. This question is for everyone that has, t- that has done the podcast. Okay. And it's a question that Oprah used to ask her guests. And she would ask them, What is one thing that you know for sure?
2: Hmm. Without questions, without doubts. That? What do you know for sure? What do I know for sure? It's the metacognitive question. Let me see. <laughs> what do I know? For sure, I know for sure that I don't know much. Mm. I am positive of that. I That's know some things, but i don't know I don't know anything in its entirety. You know? isn't that a gift I think it is I think it is too. I think it's a gift, and I think it is um part of the gift that was thrown away in the garden without being deep because there was that tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So it was this comprehensive knowing of both good and evil. And it was a safe place prior to that for them not to know, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. either way in its entirety. So one um, allows you not to be afraid to go out into the deep and do things. And the other end allows you to still have faith. So, yeah.
1: I love that. Yep. I love that. Well, thank you, Angie, for being a part of my birthday podcast. Yay! I'm so happy. Yeah, it's so fun. And everybody, I just want you to know how important Angie is to my life. She is just such a great woman. An incredible faith-filled woman. And I'm just blessed by the people around me. And Angie is one of them. So, thank you, Angie. Thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Candles to My Cake, a birthday podcast by Connie Marie.
0: It's true that some things change as we get older.